Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just, it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win at home at Pfizer Forum and start out the home and home against San Antonio. On the winning end, what's going on? It's Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Pick and Save Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, 414-799-1250. Once again, for the 18th time out of 20 tries, we get to say Bucks win as you head out of Fiserv Forum and want to hear from a victorious Bucks faithful. This run and this season is just outstanding. It's just incredible. Don't know what else to say about it. Seemingly each and every night, I can be left speechless. And once again, waiting here to find, to to have something new, something fresh, something different to say. But instead, it's the Bucks flexing their muscle during one period, either the second or the third, tonight the second quarter, and, and really just outlasting the San Antonio Spurs offensively tonight. And it's understandably so when you look at the numbers. Sometimes the numbers can fool you. Sometimes you're just not as good, not as bad as maybe the win-loss record projects. No. The Bucks are just as good as the numbers and the win-loss total shows at 32 and now 5 after a win against San Antonio tonight. 127-118. One of the few times Giannis is going to finish a game without a double-double tonight, but still spectacular in 32 minutes. Just or 32 points in 29 minutes. Was 7 of 12 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. After missing three of his first five free throws, he calmly went up and knocked down 13 consecutive foul shots goes 15 of 18 from the line it was pretty obvious that San Antonio was going to put Giannis at the line whenever they could he calmly delivered and won the game tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks as they run away from San Antonio made it tight early trailing after a quarter then leading 71 66 at recess Bucks come out in the third quarter and establish dominance once again we'll take you through a full game recap we'll also hear from Mike Budenholzer as well as Matt Velasquez down at Pfizer Forum. But we're we're getting into playoff time in the NFL. As, as I sit here and watch the Tennessee Titans possibly going into Foxborough and winning a game against the New England Patriots, something people thought was rather undoable, it, it reminds me of what this season was all about and what it still is to this day. Outside of all the incredible regular season dominance, and there is some, and there's some incredible effort being shown and also a different level of play from certain individuals on this Bucks team. Look at Brooke Lopez tonight. He had his own block party during this game. Brooke Lopez sends six shots back officially, altered a bunch more, and was a homewrecker at the Cup. Him and Giannis met for one. Now they've credited that one to Brooke Lopez. Before it was to Giannis, now it's Brooke. He has seven tonight in 25 minutes. Him rejecting at the cup is flawless. However, his offensive game has maybe taken a step back. 
Shooting percentage-wise, it just hasn't been great. Tonight, three of six, one of three from downtown. Not doing what you anticipated offensively when you signed him to the deal you did in the offseason. But defensively, he's been spectacular. You're doing it in different ways than even you maybe thought you would have to coming into this season. And continuing to impress defensively, offensively, as well as coaching-wise, I'm watching teams in the NFL right now today establish legacies, right? Deshaun Watson today, if you haven't seen it, go on Twitter and, and see the two plays that the quarterback of the Houston Texans made. One, carrying a full-grown linebacker into the end zone. You, you can say willing his team to a victory. Showcasing, this means more to me than it does to you, and I'm going to prove it to you each and every play. Later on in the game, into overtime, in a gotta-have-it situation, about to go down, possibly turn the football over again, bounces off two tacklers, throws the ball, and sets up the game-winning field goal off, off one pass. Those kind of heroics are still what we want to see out of the league MVP in Giannis, but tonight in a 32-point effort in 29 minutes where he adjusts on the fly to one of the best head coaches in basketball history to what he had gone into the game saying, we're going to take away Giannis going to the hoop. We're going to follow him every time he comes in here. Nothing is going to be easy. Nothing's going to be earned. San Antonio did that tonight. Giannis adjusted and won in a different way. What in a different fashion? When you go into this year after reaching the Eastern Conference Finals, y'all know the story. I don't have to bore you with the details. But you're looking at an organization and a team that's trying to change the narrative, change the identity of the organization. And a lot of times you do that with a superstar player in superstar moments. Right now, although it maybe didn't happen in last year's Eastern Conference Finals, do you feel more confident that happens this time around? Are you more confident that this year the Kawhi bounce is off a Giannis shot? Are you more in belief that this year the game-winning dagger isn't going to come off the hand of Damian Lillard, but a Giannis turnaround jumper. The chase down block that we've seen for the last five years when LeBron did it in Golden State. Are you more confident in seeing that chase down block coming from 34? This year, we anticipated and hoped for a changing of the guard legacy-wise, a changing of the narrative personality-wise, team persona-wise. The Bucs have the opportunity to do so, and a lot of it is because their superstar continues to get better, and maybe we're finally seeing the adjustments needed to become a championship team. 414-799-1250, you want to join the conversation. You want to weigh in with your thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks at this point. Number one, in points scored, number one in field goal percentage, number one in point differential. It's un- understandable why they have the number one record in the league. It's also understandable why they're 18-2 and two at home. You saw another victory at home tonight, 127-118, the final. Bucks beat the Spurs. We're back after this. It's 105.7 FM, The Fan. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. We've seen vintage moments, championship moments from the greatest of all time across sport. And awaiting the crowning of a new champion, somebody to take over this league, the NBA. And and we want to believe that it's Giannis. We've seen guys do it across all major sports. Will we see Giannis 
do it this year. Are you more confident we see the game-changing, title-changing moment from Giannis this year in comparison to last? This is the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. That's the X factor for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, we all know it. We all have seen it and, and understand what this year is about. It's about continuing to get better around your superstar to make sure that Giannis is here long-term. I've always believed that 34 would be a Milwaukee buck for the entirety of his career. But to see it morph into the possibility for a title to accompany the entire career of Giannis, that's where the X factor really comes into play. That's where it becomes a different quota, if you may. Right? Like it, there's a different standard, a different number that you have to hit, different benchmarks that you have to clear if you believe that. One, this dude is going to be here for his entire career. And two, you're going to be able to put the title contending team around him. Milwaukee Bucks and the rest of this organization firmly believe that they have a title contending organization around Giannis Antetokounmpo to win this year. At some point, I think there's going to have to be that decade-defining, immediate legacy-building moment. The one that... NBA TV can't stop showing, right? NFL films, you see the play by Edelman in the Super Bowl. You see the David Tyree catch. You see all these great moments, these signature plays. See a bunch of them right now having the NFL playoffs on, and I'm wondering if you're more confident in seeing it this year out of Giannis as much as I am. I've seen a different part of his game. I've seen a different understanding of the playmaking opportunities he has on the floor. Guys, we all see every single time when being double teamed low in the post, the understanding of when the double team is coming is different from him this year. The knowledge of defenses appears to be just a little bit quicker, as most become. I think all great players, as savvy catches up, and a lot of times you age in the game, you become a more dangerous player because you become more sophisticated. You become more knowledgeable of what your opponent is trying to do. Despite the sport, each of these are chess matches. Once you start playing chess and no longer checkers, you become a danger to everybody else at the table. It appears the Bucks are closer to being able to allow Giannis to do that. And when he can... Do you believe that it could be checkmate for the rest of the league? Because I think it could be. And I think this year is the opportunity and the year that you see it break through. And the Bucks are able to do something really special and put another banner up at Pfizer Forum, the first one since 71. Take you back through this game as the Bucks beat the San Antonio Spurs tonight at Pfizer Forum, 127-118. They will head to te- Texas, San Antonio. Excuse me. Uh, coming up on Monday night, and we will be joined by the Hall of Famer, Sidney Moncrief, right here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show Monday night after Bucks and Spurs, 7.30 tip-off from San Antonio. I told you Brooke Lopez was throwing a block party. We'll bring you through most of all seven blocks. It started early in the first. Trey Lyles had no chance. You heard Marcus Johnson. Best part of that highlight is the little moan early. Giannis able to finish on the other end. Bucks starting out the scoring a little bit slow, and it caught up to him as the Spurs scoring early and often, but Giannis able to finish one from downtown. Pull up. Giannis had to take that one. It was so wide open. That gave the Bucks an 11-10 lead later on in the first. Kyle Korver, uh, he's a little bit more customary from D. George Hill was drafted by San Antonio. First three seasons with the Spurs. Kyle Korver, three from the corner. Kyle Korver knocks down and really starting to find his stroke with nine points. All three shots coming from beyond the arc. That put the Bucks down six as the Spurs were hitting threes early in this game. San Antonio came in as the third worst team in threes made throughout the season. You wouldn't have known so early in the first quarter. Bucks able to close it with a block by not Brolo, but Rolo. The bench provided in this game. From behind, Bellinelli blocked by Robin Lopez. 
Lopez. That's the end of the first quarter. And at the end of the first quarter, Bucks trailing 31-29 into the second quarter. The Bucks would put their foot on the gas, outscore San Antonio 42-35. to Again, San Antonio playing off Giannis. He drives and kicks to the corner. He drove on Rudy Gay. One on the shot clock. It was have a night for Eric Bledsoe early. He finishes with 21 points, 8 of 12 shooting, 4 of 6 from downtown. One of those threes there you heard made it a three-point game in the second. Later on in the second, Bucks able to take the lead off Bledsoe steps back from range again. Brooke able to clear it. Wesley Matthews back in the starting lineup tonight and now back in the game. Bledsoe for three. Mm. Jumper looks good. I mean, the, the trajectory, the arc he's putting on the basketball, the thing's coming down wet. Going through the net, wet. Splash. Yeah, it was. They were splashing all over the place from Eric Bledsoe. That jump shot looking a lot better this year than it did last because you know Bledsoe has never met a 25 footer uh, that he does not like. Elias Sova also likes the step back game. And looks, guys. I'm sure they'll shoot a hold in my career. Oh, man. Nice shot. Hits one. And one from deep from Ursan. That's a three-pointer. Add one, make it a four-point play. Bucks into that second quarter, continuing to close out strong into the third. Bucks with a lead. They extend it after Rob Brooke Lopez once again. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, this was a poor sequence for DeMar DeRozan. How can he possibly be playing defense? Exactly. Lopez, he stops DeRozan. That's where there comes the similarity with the Bucs shooting a lot of threes, but still playing great defense, like right there in that position. That was back-to-back blocks on DeMar DeRozan by Brooke Lopez. Sorry, uh, I feel bad, DeMar, but uh, I think, you know what, the only way to do that better is let's add one more to it. Off of George Hill, three-point shooter in the lead. Brooke Lopez signaling that he blocked it, at the very least, an alter. Yes! That's just force of will right there. Giannis puts it. Just continuing to block out and send shots back by Lopez. Finishing on the other end is Giannis into the later on in the third. This one ends the third and Ursan becoming her sanity. Block shot, George Hill. The Bucks have 100 points. 61 straight games, scoring 100. It is over. That put the Bucks up 13 there to end the third. They would only extend it in there as they finished the game. Uh, 127-118. Bucks get the win over San Antonio. San Antonio now 14 and 20 on the season. Four and 11 on the road. Bucks at home have won 18 of 20 attempts at five sir forum. Now 32 and five in the season on the year they continue to impress and and maybe even just be better than you anticipated they even could get this year under Mike Budenholzer and part of the reason why I believe there's a different feel to this Bucks team and a different mojo a different energy into how they play there's I wonder if there's belief amongst fans that this year Budenholzer can be the adjuster and not the adjusted upon. I don't know if that phrasing is correct, but the FCC is probably asleep. Last year, you saw Nick Nurse, after two games in the Eastern Conference Final, change up the way that they wanted to attack Giannis, and it appeared that the Bucks stayed true to their plan, which I believe you you have to keep some of. You want to roll with what got you there, but... After a while, you see the same result happening over and over again. You do have to make some form of an adjustment. While also, I believe the players will do a better job adjusting on the court. Can the head coach do the same? We'll hear from Mike Budenholzer in about 15 minutes from right now here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. I'm inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. We're driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North each and every night. You can join us at 414-799-1250. Austin Delaney on the other side of the glass producing the program, taking your phone calls. And we can have a conversation about the adjustments being made and if they will pay off playoff time 
And I want to ask the same question coming to Matt Velasquez as he was there at Pfizer Forum tonight. Giannis at the free throw line tonight, 15 of 18, missed three of his first five, finished by making 13 straight, 32 points in 29 minutes. Bucks take care of San Antonio by nine. They are in San Antonio on Monday night. We will begin here with this same post-game show alongside the Hall of Famer, Sidney Moncrief. A lot more to get to. Coach Blood, Bud and Eric Bledsoe straight ahead on the fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Hill, the Bucks have 100 points, 61 straight games, scoring 100. It is over. And the third quarter buzzer. Ursanity alive and well. And Fox are four. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Jim Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call at the drive of the game tonight. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show. Pick and Save, more ways to save with great deals, fuel points, and digital coupons. We're driven by Mercedes-Benz Milwaukee North inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. I'm Bill Schmidt. Appreciate you hanging out with us after the Bucks get another win, 127-118. Going to hear from the head coach as well as Matt Velasquez here uh, on the program tonight before we get on out of here. Also, Eric Bledsoe coming up, hoping to hear from the MVP, Giannis himself. Talking a lot about changes of the guard and championship performances come playoff time here tonight and just got to see uh, the ending of the the nightmare that's been, I think, haunting most football fans for the last two decades. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots about to get bounced out of the playoffs here on Wild Card Weekend. Tom Brady possibly throwing his last pass as a New England Patriot off the hands of an intended receiver, batted up in the air, and picked sixth. So it's 20-13 to 13 now with uh, nine seconds remaining. Tennessee just tried a, a run play with a two-point conversion uh, to try to put it on ice, but they'll kick this thing away, and uh, the New England Patriots' end, uh, run will end here of AFC title games. They have been in each title game since 2011. They have made the conference championship. They've had a first-round bye since 2010. That kind of dominance gets started in a run by a, a, a title like performance Tom Brady's epic arrival moment happened in what his second year first second year with the Patriots when he quarterbacked the team to a Super Bowl win against the heavily favored St. Louis Rams I mean then takes a year year two off it slows down it's a little bit more methodical and then you see the new run when you're a little bit older and and wiser into understanding how teams are going to attack you, understanding what game planning is going to be like against you, and, and you change your approach, you change your style to better yourself in that form of competition, to go up against that style of competition. I'm interested to see if that is going to be the case this year for you. It appears that Giannis has taken the necessary steps to understanding how personally to adjust in-game to different strategies defensively teams are putting on him. Tonight you saw Pop want to lay off as much as possible, force Giannis into jump shots, force him into tough looks that way, and then once he got into the paint, get hands on him and make him work at the free throw line and earn it against you, understandably so. But when push comes to shove, when the games get different, do you see those adjustments? I'm pretty confident I've seen enough this year out of Giannis to know that he is learning those lessons, that he's changing a little bit the way that he's played, knowing certain things are coming, knowing that new strategies are being implemented against him, then being able and having the talent as well to be able to go change the narrative and finish the job. Those are tough things to do. 
Let's get tonight's defensive play of the game. The defensive effort of the game uh, was clearly from Brooke Lopez. This one, Brooke Lopez, seven blocks tonight. This one led to Giannis in transition. Off of George Hill, three-point shooter in the lead. Brooke Lopez signaling that he blocked it. At the very least, an alter. Yes. That's just force of will right there. Giannis puts his that made it 83-79 in the third quarter as the Bucks able to beat out the San Antonio Spurs tonight. One point led by 18, finished the job in a nine-point victory. 127-118 will be down in San Antonio coming up on Monday night. We'll be joined by the Hall of Famer on that Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Joining now uh, in North Carolina, our friend Justin has us at 414-799-1250. Justin, what's on your mind tonight, man? What's up, big homie? How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm feeling a lot better after uh, now that nightmare in my life, the New England Patriots, is over. Yeah, it's done, man. It's it's done like that guy trying to go to the bucket on Brooke Lopez, man. You, you know, that kind of reminds me, right? You know, baby Taz, we've seen each other in person. You're a lot bigger of a guy than I. That looked like me trying to do a layup on you. You just <laughs> the heck out of it. I said he, uh, like, he denied more people tonight than a bouncer at a college bar. Oh, my gosh, that is a perfect analogy right there. How about that defense, though? You know, I know we got a lot of naysayers, and, you know, a lot of your, a lot of our fellow fans call in the postgame show and get upset with all the negative talk that some of us Bucks fans have. You see it on Twitter, everywhere else, right? Hey, this is a good, solid win tonight. Here's why. Popovich teams, no matter what their record shows, they are good quality teams that always put forth a great effort. And you saw that tonight. Those guys clawed and fight, fought the entire game. Uh, that's a talented basketball team. Their record doesn't indicate it, but I, I still kind of have a good win. You got a uh, Hammond, Duncan, guy, a guy and a gal on that bench that have been through every storm possible with Popovich, who is what I'd say modern day, probably the best coach. Oh, hundred percent. Right yeah. hundred percent. So I love the ball movement. Um, Tay was out tonight and we still found a way to get good production from the backcourt. This team is just deep, bro. We're deep. And that's what I like to see, man. Uh, well, what do you think, man? I mean, I think we got a good shot to beat them Monday down in San Antonio again. Uh, Budenholzer keep these guys motivated, and I just hope we can put together another 18-game streak. How many How many games do you think this win streak can go, baby Tosh? Well, as, as it looks going out west, you've watched as much Milwaukee sports as I have. Going out west can always be tough. I, I think there's a possibility you slip up one of these times. I think Portland is the biggest one, but Portland and then Boston in a couple of days – until then, I mean, you're flying pretty high through the rest of the month because you, you take out San Antonio, Golden State sucks. You beat them on the road on Wednesday night on ESPN. If you get Sacramento and then Portland, you get Boston in a couple of days later that next week. And what else you got? You get Brooklyn, Chicago, Charlotte, Washington until Denver on the 31st. I mean, this schedule we thought – November was easy. There's a really, really lax period here. It could continue for at least another 8 to 10 if you get past Portland here in four nights. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. I think you're spot on with that. Uh, we just got to keep playing, man. As I say all the time on Twitter and everything else, just keep hooping, man. Like, we've had nights where we've played, like, the Badgers Rose Bowl night where we played five on eight, it felt like. And we still found a way to win that game. Mm-hmm. I listened to the post game that night. I heard a lot of people call in, and it was – oh, we didn't beat this team. And I totally respect Marcus Landry's opinion about that, too. And he's right. we got to put some teams away. But our soon-to-be Hall of Famer always says something that I always kind of take to the bank that I always remember with all these teams, Brewers, Bucks, Badgers, well, not Badgers, but Brewers, Bucks, and Packers, those guys get a check, too. Yep. And they're out there fighting, especially with those G League guys, they're fighting for their next check. So we talk about contract years and stuff like that. They're on contract days. So those guys are going to come to play. I really like the fact that we found a different way to win. I think uh, this team has a lot of boxy. And uh, just look forward to you keep doing this, man. And, you know, love Sparky to death. I think Sparky was, you know, the originator, the godfather of this show or whatever. But, uh, you know, that baby Tosh hiring on may have put us over the edge to the championship, hopefully. So you got to carry it on forever now. Appreciate it, Justin. Thanks, man. I appreciate those kind words. And and everybody uh, that's listened all year long knows how much fun I've had here and, and what an honor it was to take over from Steve. So, it's been it's been a great time to to be a Bucks fan here. I'm not gonna go with the cat. Great time to be alive. It really is. I, I know that we got a promo going. Like what a great time to be alive in Wisconsin sports. But I mean, it really is. You you got a dynasty hopefully brewing with the Milwaukee Bucks. But to do that, you got to win the first one. Can they get over the first hump? 
uh, this year is going to be the question. But right now, they are on as smooth a path, as lined up for it, as anybody I have ever seen tonight. I, I like to go with somebody else for the MVB on some nights than Giannis because I could really probably give it to Giannis every single night. Instead, tonight's MVB by Chevy is Eric Bledsoe, and our MVB caught up with Zora Stevenson after the game. Eric, at the half, Patrick St. Andrews said, whatever team could string together some stops or put themselves in a position to win, that's exactly what you all did. The Spurs shot 20% in the third quarter per usual. You're getting some love from your teammates, but what did the team specifically do to slow down the Spurs? Kept playing our basketball. Um, our brand of basketball, that's get stops, get out and run. Um, I thought we shot the ball pretty well today, and our crowd was amazing. And you shot the ball pretty well personally. What was so great about tonight is a lot of the shots that you were hitting from deep are the ones that you practice every single day with assistant coach Ben Sullivan. How gratifying is it to see those reps translate into a game? Well, it feels good. Um, I put in the work each and every day, especially in all season, to you know prepare it for this moment. And you know they failed tonight, but you know I got to keep working. Perfect. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Z. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. I still got to ask our imaging department to make sure that I have that right. You listen to that soundbite, I'm 99.9% sure that's Paul Pierce the night that he got carted out with the duty in his pants uh, during the Eastern Conference playoffs, right? When he got wheelchaired out and everyone's like, oh my goodness, he's never coming back. And all he had to go was go to the bathroom and come on back. I don't know. Maybe that's what I got to do. We'll come on back right here as the Big and Save Pros postgame show. Only injury, Dante DiVincenzo for rest peer, uh, purposes. So the Bucks are all healthy and they're winners tonight, 32 and five after they take out the San Antonio Spurs, 127-118. We're back after this. Coach Button, Matt Velasquez is on the way on the fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Talking Bucks basketball with you here on the fan. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. I'm inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Mike Budenholzer is down in Pfizer Forum after his team wins again. This one against his former team. You want to talk about meaning something to a head coach? Uh, you want to say this game meant something to Mike Budenholzer. No doubt about it. And the Bucks beat the San Antonio Spurs 127-118. The are you kidding me moment of the game uh, does not come on the basketball floor. Instead, Happened about 15 minutes ago from right now. The New England Patriots lose to the Tennessee Titans in Foxborough in the wild card round of the AFC playoffs. Bucks just got some word from the locker room. Our boy Sam Schmidt's hanging out down there getting some sound. And the Mike Budenholzer audio that we're going to hear here in just a couple of seconds said that the entire locker room was huddled around a couple of TVs watching the last two minutes of that Patriots game. Because it was it was just that crazy to see a legend go down in that fashion. And you start to go back on all the greats across all pro sports, right? Seemingly, there's always a beginning of the end. And a lot of times, it happens earlier than you think. It happens earlier in the movie than everybody's anticipating. And for the New England Patriots, uh, it ends short of the AFC title game for just the first time since 2010. Crazy. We'll talk a lot of football here on the fan all week long as we get ready for the Packers playoff opportunity at home next week. The winner, if it's New Orleans tomorrow in the day cap in the noon kickoff against the Minnesota Vikings, then New Orleans will come and play Green Bay. If not, the Vikings pull the upset. They're eight-point dogs at the moment that it'll be the winner of Seattle and Philadelphia later on. That's either here nor there. Bucks and Packers coexisting earlier today, putting out a T-shirt 
says Go Pack Go as a Bucks logo up top, Packer logo down low. Good to see all the players in the locker room had one sitting uh, at their locker earlier today for the release. Good looking T-shirt, black, nice, nice clean font. Uh, somebody pointed out to me maybe it's interesting that the Milwaukee Brewers weren't involved. Um, I said maybe it was out of the Brewers' payroll because you know they are trying to save a couple of dollars. That screen print could have been a little bit tough. So hey, maybe that's what it was. Uh, that they just didn't see analytically uh, how that would sustain success for the Milwaukee Brewers to be a part of it. But that's either here nor there. That's out of the realm of possibility. Right now, it's a Bucks win. They'll take on San Antonio again on Monday night, this time at their place down at AT&T in San Antonio. Mike Budenholzer coached down there for a long time. Now, very thankfully, coaches with the Milwaukee Bucks, and he talks about his 32-5 and team after another victory uh, here tonight. You know, I think defensively, the second half, uh, credit to you know the guys. I think um, just staying with Aldridge a little bit better, making it a little bit harder on DeRozan. Um, they played so well in the first half, and hopefully um, defensively we got a little bit better as the game went on, uh, particularly on those two guys. And just overall, um, I thought we just kind of kept playing, stuck with it. And, um, you know, played against a team that played really, really well tonight and uh, able to get, you know, 15, 18-point cushion late. Um, That's a good win for us. What can you say about Giannis's seemingly concerted effort to get the line in the third quarter? It just felt like no matter what, he was going to attack and get some free throws and, and find his way back into this one. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, that's kind of how Giannis is built. But I also love, you know, he's... Got with three threes and a um, couple threes early, and you know, just felt like they were just going to foul him every time he drove it and test him at the free throw line. And you know, he's 15 for 18 at the line, so I think the confidence he has with his free throw, confidence he has with the three ball, um, you know, if they're going to put us on the free throw line, um, you know, I think Giannis will make him pay for it. I feel like this is becoming a broken record, but Brooke Lopez on defense, and it's not even just blocking shots, it's blocking dunk attempts, things like that. At, his age and this stage of his career is this something, you know, when you guys were talking to him this offseason that you thought he could really could even take another jump? Um, you know, I think he was doing a lot of this last year, but it's just, you know, it does feel like he's getting even better. And, um, you know, teams are driving it and, um, you know, testing the basket, testing things at the rim. And, you know, it's just he gets multiple efforts. He, he blocks multiple shots on the same possession. Um, he does it disciplined. He goes up, can, you know, vertical. So... Um, you know, we're beyond happy that, uh, you know, we have him back there protecting the basket. Coach, you said this week a point of emphasis was offensive execution. Tonight your team had nine turnovers. I don't know where that falls on your spectrum, but ball movement, just your overall assessment of them adjusting after what you worked on in practice. Yeah, I thought it was better. Um, you know, 127 is, you know, and a lot of free throws and you know i think 17 threes you know just there's some good signs i thought the guys you know executed well overall um shared it with each other made the right decision uh you know i thought Giannis, you know created a lot of good looks that maybe you know we didn't maybe make as many off of his passes but i thought he read the court well and um you know the guys executed and moved the ball and took care of it better you always talk about winning plays uh, how much do you think that play at the end of the third quarter where George gets the block, gets the save, and then it, you know, allows Ursan to make that three? How much do you think that kind of, like, changes the kind of complexion of the game? Yeah, no, I mean, because I, I, it felt like they came out of the third quarter, and not that either team was great, but, they, you know, they, they closed the gap. I think it was tied, you know, deep into the third quarter, and then we were able to go on a run and, you know, to finish the run and to finish the quarter up, I think, 12 or maybe 13 off of that block and three-point play. Um, I think especially when you look at the first five to six to seven minutes of the third quarter and then you think about how we finished it, um, including the final play of the quarter, um, I think that was really huge. We obviously talk about George, Pat, Robin, all kind of starting to get in a really good rhythm. And in recent games, you've closed with bench-only units. So after this season, we're talking about what can be used in the playoffs. Do you feel like those will be viable for you in the playoffs, to the, those, those five-man all-bench units? Um, you know, they certainly are playing at a high level. I think there's a comfort level. And, um, you know, I think that they're kind of getting into their little, um, you know, things that, that, that they really maybe execute at an even higher level. And, um, yeah, we feel like they're going to be able to play in the playoffs and be able to help us in the playoffs. And, um, you know, we're excited about our depth and I think including in the playoffs. 
Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. Well, you knew DeMar DeRozan was going to look good. 32 minutes, 8 of 14 from the floor. Just a mid-range king, 10 of 11 from the uh, free throw line. He finishes with 26 tonight, 5 assists, 4 boards. That's the name that a lot of people have asked me. Possibly, if available, would you want to go and try to make a move for DeMar DeRozan? Yeah, I mean, like, who wouldn't? That that sounds like it would be a, a great idea. But... Also, outside of what it would cost to bring in, I don't know how much defense DeMar DeRozan is going to be able to bring to this team. I mean, you're talking about a crew that right now is first their second in defensive efficiency, some blocks. I mean, team-wise, dominant. Why would you change that rebounding-wise? Where, do, where does that go from there? It's just something to think about. But DeMar DeRozan looked really, really nice tonight. So did Trey Lyles, two of eight from the floor. <laughs> Uh, 16 points from LaMarcus Aldridge, 5 of 14 from the floor, 4 of 7 from downtown, though. 10 rebounds as well, just a savvy big old vet. Rudy Gay in 22 minutes off the bench, 15 points, along with Patty Mills, uh, now the familiar suspects on that San Antonio Spurs team that looks just so different than it did uh, back in about 10 years ago, even five years ago when this team was still competing for titles. Uh, Just a completely different bunch that you see then now here today at 14 and 20 on the season and four of 11 away from AT&T bucks will be down in San Antonio coming up on Monday night. We'll be back here on the air with this same pick and save pro who's post game show on Monday night, uh, live talking bucks basketball with you inside the Bella windows and doors, of Wisconsin studios also be joined on Monday night by the hall of famer, Sidney Moncrief, hoping to be joined by Matt Velasquez here coming up shortly out at Pfizer Forum on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Let's take a look around the association tonight. Huge output. Just one other game, excuse me, first uh, still going on. The only other one is Kings and Pelicans. Bucks will be in Sacramento going up against those Kings uh, on this next road trip that will take them to San Antonio, Sacramento, Golden State, and Portland. Kings down two right now. Uh, time winding down in the third quarter, 68-66. Grizzlies all over the Clippers tonight, 140-114. to 114. Now, before you gasp, yes, Kawhi Leonard did play. No, Paul George did not. Kawhi Leonard, 35 minutes. He was 8 of 24 from the field with 24 points. Shemette had uh, 4 of 13 from the floor, 10 points. 28 for Montrez Harrell off the bench, 11 of 16. But... John Morant, as you would imagine, goes off. Four starters, four starters for Memphis, a fourteen and or a thirteen and twenty-two team going into this game. Four starters had twenty-plus points, twenty-two apiece from John Morant, along with Brooks. Uh, Jay Crowder led them in scoring with twenty-seven, a game high, twenty-seven for the Grizzlies, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. pitched in twenty-four of, as well. He was nine of ten. From the floor was Jaron Jackson in this game. So the Grizzlies get a huge upset win on the road. That one it was at Staples against the Clippers tonight. 140-114, 121-102. Raptors over the Nets in Brooklyn. Jazz get a win on the road in Orlando, 109-96. It was Thunder, 121. Cavaliers, 106. A loss on the road for the Indiana Pacers at Atlanta. Hawks get their eighth win of the year, 116-111 against Indiana. Trey Young drops 41 in that game, go along with eight assists for the point guard from Atlanta. Celtics get a win on the road at the UC, 111-104 over the Bulls. Denver Nuggets lose on the road in the nation's capital, 128-114 against the Wizards. Pistons, 111, Warriors, 104. That one at uh, the Chase Center, and the Bucks will be out there against the Golden State Warriors in the brand new building coming up here on the next road trip over the next week. And finally, the Hornets beat the Mavs tonight with Luka Doncic, even though he has a single season record now with 10 triple doubles for the Mavericks. That's a franchise record. 
39 points, 12 boards, and 10 dimes. Not enough for Memphis as they lose to the 15-23 and 23 Charlotte Hornets in overtime. 123 to 120 at home. Come on back. We'll wrap things up. Hopefully talk to Matt Velasquez inside the Bucks locker room. Still a lot to get to. It's the Big and Safe Probes postgame show on the fan. Who played a big role off the bench today? Let's check our bench mob moment of the game. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Hill, the Bucks have 100 points, 61 straight games, scoring 100. It is over. At the third quarter buzzer. Ursan the alive and well. And faster four. Marcus Johnson on the call, along with Jim Paschke. Ursan Ilyasova continuing to do his part for the Milwaukee Bucks here tonight. 127-118 victory. That one. Uh, closed out the third quarter in Ursan, uh, much to the love of the bench. The bench mob had himself a nice hit there. Two of five from downtown, three of seven on the floor, 21 minutes, 11 points. Down at Pfizer Forum, we say hello to our friend Matt Velasquez from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Matt, another win tonight, 127-118. Uh, Giannis at the free throw line. That was garnering a lot of love after missing you know, three of his first five. Come back with 13 straight. That's the kind of calmness you've been waiting to see from him at the stripe. Yeah. Important moments of the game. I mean, the game was tied at uh, 79 with about seven minutes left in the third quarter. And he scored the Bucks' next 15 points, eight of them coming at the free throw line where he was eight of eight. Um, you know, just really stepping up at the line when the team needed him. Uh, I think that he it's something that he, he talked about in the locker room, how he's been working on it all year. He's going to keep... You know, trying to get fouled. Some guys, when they're not shooting well at the free throw line, they, they try not to get fouled. But that's not what he's trying to do. He's trying to get to the line. Uh, he wants to get fouled. He wants that contact. Um, and you know, when when teams are going to challenge him and force him to try to beat them at the line, you know, he relishes that opportunity. And obviously, we saw that tonight. Being able to take advantage and and beat teams the other way and and really go head at what they're trying to do to slow you down. You see a lot of the greats do that, Matt. We've kind of been waiting to see Giannis take that next step, and and I fully assume that he will. I was talking a little bit earlier today. You you see these great performances and playoff moments, and we had a couple here today on the first weekend of NFL playoffs. This year, I fully expect Giannis to be able to do that in the playoffs, primarily because of things like you just talked about, being able to have the confidence in what he's done in the offseason to go combat somebody's adjustment to try to slow him down. Yeah, and most of this year in big games, you know, he's been able to uh, play really well. I mean, the one that stands out where he wasn't able to do that was obviously the Christmas game in Philly. Um, but, you know, the, there are plenty of, um, you know, examples that to the you know to the opposite end of the spectrum where obviously the Lakers game against the, against the Clippers I uh, played well against the Raptors I mean there's a, a bunch of games where he has played well uh, and, and really stood out um, it, he's just so hard to slow down because no matter what you try and take away he's still you know now that he can you know shoot the ball with, with a lot more confidence from different spots on the floor uh, and he's getting his free throw game uh, you know, in order a little bit. Uh, whatever you take away, he's going to have something else to counter it, and that's, that's the mark of the great ones. Is Brooke Lopez one of the best rim protectors in the league right now? I mean, all the statistics would say so. I mean, I think the eye test checks out. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's contesting more shots than anybody all over the court. Um, you know, the Bucks have the best, um, you know, field goal percentage against uh, in the restricted area, and, and his numbers are like way, at, you know, at the top of the league in that regard. And um, you know, he he contests everything. He he blocks a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it's just so hard to score over him or around him or through him. Um, you know, I know a lot of people pay attention to to offense and what he hasn't done this year. He hasn't shot the ball really well. He hasn't yeah. put up the same kind of big numbers uh, on that end. But defensively, he has been an absolute wall. Uh, something that 
you know, all of his teammates really appreciate and a big reason why the Bucks are off to their best ever start in franchise history, 32-5. and five. Well, and it's crazy, too, to have two of maybe the best two, five, ten rim protectors in the league, Giannis and Brooke, to, to be able to protect the paint like that and make up for the aggressive style of the guards as, you know, that's going to fit right into Eric Bledsoe's game, being able to get into somebody's face uh, right off the jump. I had one caller ask me today, uh, when does this new – uh, winning streak end for the Milwaukee Bucks. So I ask you, Matt Velasquez, as you get ready to uh, head west with the team, how long does this uh, current run go, and, and how long does this one last right now at five games? You know, um, that this West Coast trip, it looked like, you know, before the season started, like it would be a tough one, right? Right. Like you'd have the, you'd have the Spurs, you'd have the, the Warriors, who have always been good or have been good for like the past five years, and you expect them to still be good. Uh, you have the, the Blazers, who you know were in the Western Conference Finals last year, and you have the Kings, like the up-and-coming, like feisty Kings, right? And none of these teams are all that good. Um, so I, I think as long as the Bucks can get over the hurdle on on Monday in San Antonio, it's a tough place to play. Um, and you know the Spurs will be coming in, obviously with this this loss fresh in their memories, and they wanna they wanna get you know some measure of revenge. If they can get past that game, uh, I, I think that they should be able to handle the Warriors with no problem. Uh, I think that the Kings. Um, you know, could be could be a tough test uh, if, if they play um, their absolute best. But I think, so obviously the Bucks are still the better team, and then the Blazers. We saw the Bucks take care of business against them at home this year. Um, I think they should, should still be do, be able to do that again. I mean, between now and the end of January, they only played two games against teams over 500, and they're both at home. That's the Celtics and the uh, and the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's a distinct possibility this thing keeps going all the way through the end of January. Um, yeah, but if they get tripped up, I, I think it, you know maybe it would be um, toward the later end of this road trip, either either Sacramento or Portland. Um, obviously, Boston coming to town, you know, could could pose a threat. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this thing, this thing got to double digits again. They get a couple of back, they get one back to back there, Sacramento and Portland. So uh, maybe that's where it trips up. But safe travels out west, Matt, and uh, we'll talk on Monday down in San Antonio. All right. All right, sounds great. Appreciate it, man. Matt Velasquez, Matt underscore Velasquez, where you follow his coverage of the Milwaukee Bucks on Twitter. Matt joins us each and every night, courtesy of Thomas Marola Law Office. Child custody, divorce, other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net. Call him at 414-327-5800. That's all for us here tonight on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. My thanks to Sam Schmitz, Austin Delaney for producing the program. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. We're back on Monday after Bucks and Spurs again with the Hall of Famer, Sidney Moncrief. Keep it right here. It's the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.